With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeart Podcast update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app. In retrospect, revisit pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s and try to understand what it taught us about the world and a woman's place in it. Crying in public. Two 20-something college women living in NYC dive into growing up at a time when there was no distinction between what's public and what's private. Best of both worlds. A discussion on work-life balance, career development, parenting, time management, productivity, and making time for fun. Hear these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yo. Yeah, yeah, we're back. What are our topics? Oh, we got good topics, man. Because I got to tell you guys, we went longer than hell on the big show. Yeah, it's okay, though. We're here. I'm ready. Don't worry. We're here. That's just one of those guys that hates his job. That's a disgruntled employee. No worries, man. I'm here. It's a Monday. No, no. I'm, I'm revitalized after having a Monday off, man. It feels really good to be back. And, I mean, I had a good long weekend, hung out with the kids. I'll tell you all about it. Um, yeah, we got some good stuff. Juneteenth? Oh, uh, yeah, that was on Monday. We had the Monday off. Hey. Can we agree? Why did it take so long for Juneteenth to be a holiday? I don't know. I don't know. I don't make the holidays, man. I don't even know how you get a holiday. Like, how do you propose something be a holiday? Do you go to your local, like, government, and then they take it to the higher up? Like, how does that happen? That's really what it is. Legislative, executive, judicial. And then checks and balances. We're going to do it live. Arnold, get over here. We gave you Friday and Juneteenth off. Get over here. We're going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore losers. What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Y'all, it's Sizen from the North Alpha Male. I live on the west side of Nashville with Bazer. The sunsets are coming to an end. I'm soon moving. I don't know when, but I am cherishing them. We still have the white picket fence, 2.5 kids. And yes, the Dow is down 1.3 points. The reason I say it, it's on the computer. I don't, I've never seen a computer that has the NASDAQ and the Dow <laughs> right there in the bottom corner. Does it really? And it literally updates it. So you're talking an outdated studio. All this S in here is 30 years old. Except from the bottom right corner, it updates the Dow every day. Someone had to put that on there, and I don't know who, and I don't even know how to look at it. I will click on it, and it will give us even more information. Ooh. 78 degrees, and NASDAQ, yeah, 1.30% down, and it gives you a red line down. Wow. <laughs> that is good to know. 
that is good to know. If you're you're a day trader, you know you need to sell now, buy now. I, I don't know what you're supposed to do, but just know it's down 1.2% for you today. Now, Ray. Ray, we're running out of time. We've got to find those submariners. Oh, man. No, I like just thinking about that, like it, it gives me the freaking creeps. Baby right? Does it not give you the creeps? Like I, the, My whole thing is if they're not alive, if they're dead, they're not dead. They said they heard banging. Okay, they can say they heard that great. That was a humpback, Ray. I hope they're alive. But if they're dead, I hope the thing just imploded. Boom. It didn't implode because of the knocking. I strongly believe they're still there. But yes, because of the pressure, Ugh. nothing's ever really gone that far. They said it's three different massive vehicles in one square inch is the pressure down there. I mean, it would just mutilate something. It'll knock it into oblivion. But do they... Even if they find out that they are down there, they they have nothing that they can send down there to get them, correct? I'm under the impression they're sending shit from Canada, Ukraine. Maybe not Ukraine. They're battling their own wars over yeah, there. Yeah, they got, they got their own problems to worry about. They're sending in all kinds of things that I believe can pull it out. Because they said there's the screws from the outside. You can't just send down a drone. So they need these huge artillery-type machines. Because if you're in that vessel and it's going to end, you're going to die. Would you not rather it just boom, blow up, and you're dead? Because sitting there, because they have, what did they say, 96 hours of oxygen? Counting down four days, the hours would be absolute torture. One hour, they'd be able to listen to the Sore Losers podcast. They would get the good episode in, and they'd be like, hey, you know what? That's a good one to go out on. But literally, if you're sitting there, are you trying to figure out a way to get out? No. Because there's not a way out, but they also said once they start running low on oxygen, they'll get disoriented, so you're not feeling it exactly. But when it does implode, happens in a millisecond. You don't even feel it. So when they do run out of oxygen, they'll start to hallucinate and not feel it. It said they'll pass out, they'll get short of breath, they're going to start to see things. It, some guys are just going to fall over, it's going to smell like vomit. I saw a video episode, thing. it was kind of gross. They said they'll probably go to the bathroom on themselves, so it's going to smell really, really bad. Some people, before others, will go out. We'll just lose consciousness. You're still kind of alive, but you're not conscious anymore. Stuff like that. Well, once you realize that you've lost control or, you know, uh, what do you call it, connection with the command center, whatever you call it, is that when you start freaking out or like, oh, you know, it'll come back. Like It's like a power outage. It'll just come back. And are you still having a good time, or is it immediate panic that sets in? And then what do you talk about the whole time? Do you just talk about, like, man, this was my life, and talk about life experiences? Like, in your mind, where would you go, or would you just be like, F me, F me, oh my God, oh my God, it's over, I'm going to die. Like, how do you handle it if you're, because you're in a small vessel with four other people. Ray, would you snap one off? No. you Like, the, the father and son, do you just sit there and hug and cry and talk about, how amazing your relationship was, and thank you for everything. But also, to be smart, you don't want to con- consume too much oxygen. They said they should be short of breath, not talk as much, not as intense as we are right now in this podcast. You need to be more relaxed and calm so you're not taking up more of the oxygen. Tell me that when I am 13,000 feet below the sea, and you're telling me to stay relaxed that, hey, you're about to die if some people don't come and find you somehow, and you're going to tell me to be relaxed. How relaxed can you be? I don't know, and you're asking me, I think these are rhetorical questions, because I'm not responding to them. But my question is this. They, there was no fail-safe in place? 
Because we're rushing all this stuff. Oh, we're getting something from Canada. Oh, a drone can't go down there because they sealed it from the outside. There was no backup plan because we're not seeing any of these. They thought it was 100% successful at a depth that only a couple things had been to. They showed a squid, some death squid, some uh, cocksuckers fish, and some, uh, some other thing. There are only three things that live at those depths. And then... Most ships, no ships go to that level. Subs go 1,000. This thing went 12,000. It is so dark, they said. You can't, it's pitch dark because there's no light gets through that deep in the ocean. And these people are just looking at the Titanic and you're telling me it's that great of a view? I'll pass. I'll watch the movie with the ladies' hangers getting painted. <laughs> I, I don't under, I, and that's another thing. I cannot believe there's enough interest for someone to build a ship or submarine, or vessel, whatever you want to call the damn thing, to go down there. I, I mean, when you're building that, do you really think, oh, you know what, we're going to have a huge clientele that wants to go down there? I don't think that when I looked at it, they said NASA was involved in it. A lot of people, I, I mean, the, the submarine had to have cost millions. So the guy's probably just making his money back right now. But the guy's a genius. He was a genius at 18, 19. So he just didn't know what to do with his intelligence. He put it into that, a submarine. And now his intelligence ain't helping him. Do you, so do you believe they're stuck on a piece of wreckage? I feel like if they can, so there was some malfunction. They said anything could have gone wrong. They could have got caught on something. Um, they're alive because they could hear the banging. So it's nothing on the inside. So one of their propellers, something that gets them in and out. They said it was only an hour and a half in. Right, uh, but an hour and a half in, if you lose like communication. Bazer told me. Start pulling up. Like, use the remote control to bring them up. 12 hours to get down there. Then they looked at it for twelve two hours. Then they came back up for 12 hours. So uh, somewhere in that process, they got hung up. But there's all kinds of things you can get caught on. Some guy said they ran into a propeller when he was down there. So some guy interviewed. Some of the stuff I'm jumbling up. But it, it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. I just... Thank can't you. imagine being down there and being in that predicament. Here's the quite the really it's like, the question it's like is, being buried alive. Do they get them? Because they're going to run out of oxygen. I heard by tomorrow morning when you guys, yeah, you guys will hear this in real time. 7 a.m. They run out of oxygen. Some big old tanker from Canada, that big old son of a bitch, is going to get there at 7 p.m. tonight. So they got 12 hours. But they still don't. What is what is that tanker going to do? The tanker can't go down there. I feel like something breaks when this thing gets released. I mean, what are they going to do? Drink, drop a freaking pulley and pull them up like the firefighters when you're dangling from the side of a cliff and they're like, oh, here, let's just pull this thing up? We're very reactionary in America is what I've learned. Because it takes 12 hours to, you said, yes, 12 no. hours to pull them up. So no. if they get there at 7, they have to already be, have them on the thing. They only have 12 hours. Are they going to rush it up? N nobody's explained to me what these big-ass tankers are going to do. They carry crap. They're going to get there right there over the hover over the Titanic. Correct. Does a pulley system go 12,000 feet? Nobody's explaining what exactly is the protocol for rescuing people at those depths. I've heard other people say it's a lost cause. I believe it's a lost cause. I believe these people are just there and it's over. Like there's no way to get them. There's no chance. And once the time runs out, do you really need to go down and get them? What's the betting line, Ray? Absolutely not. We're not, no, no, there's no betting line. Absolutely not. Come on, guys! Arnold, shut that! Not now!
Not insensitive, the time or the place. Arnold. Insensitive. Yes. But uh, some very smart people I saw on the TV said it. it I mean, it's. It, they said they're dying. Yeah, and I saw the one kid. He went to a concert. I believe it was Blink One Eighty Two. Even though his dad's at the bottom of the sea. He said that's what dad would have wanted him to do. It was his stepson. Oh. Still interesting. Like, yeah. I, 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 how are you enjoying... I mean, maybe he didn't like his stepdad very much. Bro, I, I don't know what people would let a family member go to the bottom of the sea at a depth of 12,000 feet. Because now that you're hearing it, 99% of the reactions to this are, these people are freaking crazy that they would get in a tube where they had to shit in front of their own son they were only going to see the wreckage for two hours, and it was through a video screen because it was too dark to actually look out and see. Put, put, and they're going to lose half a quarter of a million dollars. The one family lost half a million to go do this. Half a million dollars. It doesn't. None of it adds up. These people—they're not addicted to porn. They're not addicted to gambling. They're addicted to adrenaline junkies. And I'll hang up and listen. And is that really? Here's my thing. Like adrenaline, I feel like is like skydiving, going down a roller coaster. Yes, going under the water is not uh, adrenaline junkie, but they, that is scare the shit out of me. They get their rocks off, going and doing something that they know nobody else has done. There are a handful of people that have done that because they have so much money, they've done anything they want. Not the so much money thing. These people, they're some of them are nerds, dude. That so these are there's billionaires. Bezos, I guess, is a little bit of a nerd. Yeah, he's Musk. a nerd. I guess most billionaires are nerds, but these guys are super nerds. Like, the one guy damn designed it, and then he's going in. So it's not just all oh, these rich people. I mean, these dudes are the smartest of the smart. And yes, they're rich because of how smart they are. But damn, the one kid, the 19-year-old, the mom let that happen? I mean, my mom wasn't even letting me go to, to a movie theater on a Friday night and watching an R film. <laughs> Hell, Russell's mom wouldn't even let him cross Palmer Lane when we were growing up. <laughs> Hey, kid, come over to my place. It'll be nice and quiet. Oh, that's not a, that's not a boat. That's me. <laughs> that's not a submarine. Hey, the lights are turned off just like the no, ocean. No, that's not that's not how it went. We but, did we did whenever we watch movies turn off all the lights though. Hey, it, kid, will you hand me a blanket? I'm getting a little cold in here. <laughs> you boys like the movie Wild Things. You and seen then, that? yes, I have seen Wild Things. Good movie. Nev Campbell. Hell of a reference rate. A lot yes. of porn in there. Also, if you're the so if you're there and one guy goes out, it's probably the kid's going to survive the longest. The older peeps, they said, short on breath, uh, blood ain't Ugh. circulating as much, and it's also going to be cold. Remember, at, at those depths, it's forty four degrees, and they were they, the stuff that they were told to bring one layer of clothing. Just because they didn't want to take a shit. So they said only pack a little bit of barely any food, a bottle of water. So they don't have the stuff. I mean, they're in pain right now. Sure, the oxygen, when the oxygen runs out, they're done. Food, water doesn't matter. But right now, they're dying of thirst. They're starving. The the old folks, I mean, they're already getting short of breath because they're not, respiratory ain't as good as ours. I I can't, um, I, I still can't fathom the feeling and the thought process. And what they're going through mentally. So, it, I, dude, adrenaline junkies don't think like we do. They're not rational. They're they're. This is kind of getting them off a little bit. They think they're going to get rescued. No chance. I mean, I it, think the minute it goes wrong, 
the minute they lose contact with the control tower, I think they start thinking, this is it. We're but, done. We are done. But also, they, uh, all, they're going 12,000 feet. They didn't think they'd run into anything. It's the ocean. Yeah, I, I mean, because I mean, there's, there's obviously stuff coming and going all the time. It's not like it's the same trip. Like, it's not like I-35 where you drive down I-35, you know exactly when there's an exit and you have the freaking ways uh, app saying debris on the road. There is nothing in the ocean to tell you debris ahead, hazard ahead, move over to your right lane, left lane is blocked. None of that. It's just crap floats from here to there, and it gets stuck because it hits a rock, it hits some seaweed, hits some algae, hits a whale. I don't know. But also, if you're this company and you lose them after two hours, don't you immediately after two hours start sending something down to stop them from going even deeper? Well, they said they didn't report it for eight hours, and that's because I feel like some of the stuff was illegal. This wasn't registered. They said it wasn't whatever government regulations they needed approved. didn't happen. So that's why they kind of said, oh, shit. What exactly? How do we? How do we uh, uh, ameliorate this? And they they didn't. If they didn't have not only one fail safe, they needed multiple ways of getting them back up. And right now, we're not seeing. Why is nobody interviewing saying, "Yeah, we ended up trying to send our own drone down, couldn't find none, none of that." There. Oh, we went up and sent a second boat. Right, we had a down. second boat on standby just in case something goes wrong. We immediately send the second boat down. No, nothing like that. That's how confident that dude is, which is why I don't think he's panicking. Maybe the kid is a little bit, but the one of the billionaire dudes is so smart, and he thinks that they're going to get out of it, and they're banging every 30 minutes. They're not uh, losing a bunch of energy and doing it every 10 minutes. They're spreading it out, boom. But but that's the thing. That, that's the thing. So we're going to find out because that boat's going to get there tonight. I feel like some stuff's going to transpire. We're going to get something. And then by 7 a.m. tomorrow, I believe that's when they run out of oxygen. Now... The comments are ruthless. If you go to the comments, yeah, people yeah. are so... I saw, leave it to a billionaire to wreck in the Titanic 111 years after it originally wrecked. Not funny. And then I saw one that said, can I get white people for 5,000, Alex? Not funny. Not funny. Now here's a serious question for you, and I really want you to answer this. If, if you are in that ship, and you're going to run out of oxygen. We're not going to implode, right? Do you want to be the first one to pass out or the last one to pass out? Wouldn't happen. Find a way to break that glass and try and swim to the top. <laughs> Would you want to make a run for it? You got to. Some guys have done it. I think they made it around 1,000. So you, this is 12 times longer than the world record. Oh my god! Hey, it's for your life, bro. I mean, it, I guess it's damn. But okay, okay. Oh wow, that's. I mean, I can't believe. So I'm I feel trying, like once that glass, like if you broke that glass, you would die instantly. So we go in airplanes, and I'm guessing there's pressure up there, not as much as the ocean. Yeah, when the cabin doors close, that's when it becomes pressurized. Pressurized. So when we go in airplanes, what's the difference? They're going in the ocean. I guess we not a lot of people go in that ocean. No, but I, I, I think I'd want to be the first one that passes out. Like, I'd be the one that I'd, I'd want to go out first. I've seen people making TikToks. They're like, man, we see a bear in the ocean in Destin. This submarine just went in the ocean, and these guys are lost in it. 
Man, how many more reasons do we got to not go in the ocean? <laughs> Dude, I think about that. I, I think about that all the time. I, I mean, like, that ocean the, is the, so damn big. The universe is trying to tell us get out of the ocean, all you people chilling in Destin. It, it, it's it, it's like my wife when she talks about going on vacations, and she's like, maybe we should go overseas. And I have always been terrified to go overseas because I don't want to fly over the ocean because. And this is a stupid. I understand when I say this. I let me preface it by saying I know it sounds stupid. The Amalfi Coast, Monaco, to be exact. No, if we crash in the ocean, you'll never find my body, and that terrifies me. You probably won't, because the the Malaysian flight that we lost never found that. We one. never even found the plane. We no. don't even know where it went. That's how vast the ocean is. Right. So that is why I am terrified to fly over the ocean. And I know if we crash in the U.S., guess what? I'm just going to be a burned thing anyway, so you're not really going to find my body. But at least you know where I'm at. You ever flown to Hawaii? No. Definitely thought about that a couple times while we were flying. That's what I mean. It's just water. There's no land. There's nothing. If something goes wrong, there is nowhere to land, and you are done, and you are in the water, and a shark eats you. No, thank you. I'd be lying to you if I told you I didn't think about that a couple times on our Hawaii flight. And So that's why I, I would want to be the first one to pass out in that ship. Because I wouldn't want to see Jim pass out, then Tim, then Bill, then Nick, and then I'm just sitting there by myself. Hell no. You are 13,000 feet under the freaking sea by yourself when you got four dead bodies floating around you. You can guarantee, though, that Eddie wouldn't be there still. He'd have dipped out. (laughs) And we'll be right back. Eddie won't be. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeart Podcast update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app. In retrospect, revisit pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s and try to understand what it taught us about the world and a woman's place in it. Crying in public. Two 20-something college women living in NYC dive into growing up at a time when there was no distinction between what's public and what's private. Best of both worlds. A discussion on work-life balance, career development, parenting, time management, productivity, and making time for fun. Hear these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's our first 20-minute quarter. Eddie, I mean, Eddie, right. Dude, what did you just call me a... A set different sex partner's name. Sorry, that was that was very awkward. I Dude, am, we were I watching bought... Below Deck on Bravo. Okay, and the chicks having sex with say John, and the other guy's name's Randy. Dude, I watch these shows so passively. I don't remember any of their she, names. She she hooked up both of them then. So in a time, so she used to hook up with Randy, and now she's hooking up with John. 
and she they were drinking and stuff. And so she's hooking up with John, and she goes, Randy, why are you in my bed? And John goes, what'd you call me? And she goes, oh, I thought you were Randy. And so it started a whole huge thing on Below Deck because she called the other dude the oh, wrong sex man. partner. That is not good. Yeah. And I apologize if I hurt your feelings on that. We were just talking about We were Eddie. just talking about him, so the name was on top of mind. You know, it was weird. You know, I saw Eddie today. He was going to play golf. I mean, damn, super busy. Uh, he never asked me about the podcast either. He doesn't give a rip. And I also want to say this, guys. Please listen up. Uh, quarter results are going to come out. We've got about another month. And if this isn't our biggest ever in the history of the Sore Losers Nation podcast numbers, uh, downloads, different regions of people that are listening, I think I'm out. There's no reason that this shouldn't be a blockbuster. And I'll hang up and listen on that one, man. Ray, don't dip out. No, don't dip out. But I I do want to have a serious conversation with you. And... I'm getting a divorce. No, no. Here we are. It is uh, June 21st, right? And I, and I know. I know. We're not very good. We should be more organized. We should plan better. But I have a, I have a question. I seriously want to look at you in the eyes and no. ask you. No. 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 You know the answer. You know the answer. Absolutely not. No. Right. No. Right. No. 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 Because that's probably the reason Eddie left the show. Right? I want to look you in your eyes. No. My answer's no. You don't, right? Okay. I understand your answer's no before the question has been asked. I already know what you're going to ask But me. you haven't hung up and listened, so you, you, that means you're still interested. Like, you're still interested in hearing what I have to say. Oh. Go. Ray, it is June 21st. And maybe this is stupid. Maybe this is me being an idiot. And OU still sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but do you have any interest in Sore Losers Coaches Convention 3? No. No, and that's real talk, Coach. We can do all the BS we want. That's real talk. Absolutely not. Um, it didn't end up being – it was very successful. Did we have an S-load of people there? Yeah, everything was good. But for that amount of people, my sister paying, my wife paying, it just there was no return. And I, I'm sorry. I had fun meeting the listeners. But if I'm going to meet listeners and stuff, I'm going to meet them on um, a music row golf, car, uh, golf course. We're going to drink beers, and we're going to go to a bar, and that's it. It'll be a two-hour th- – I'll meet listeners all day long, not fly to them. I'll meet him for two hours. It was it, the most exhausting weekend of my life. I got alcohol poisoning. I literally didn't think I was going to make my flight back. Dude, I was dead on the floor. And that's just because I'm a people pleaser. You can't give me event after event after event. And then at the end of the finish line, there's no pot of gold. I mean, there just was no return. It, if, if you do the same thing over and over again, it's called insanity. And there's no return. There's no return. And you know that. Yeah, but we, we, we can we can get there. But we had we had tons of listeners. We met a shitload of people. All that and it was fun. I can do a damn day. But we did Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I did three long ass days. I'll never forget Sunday, dude. I was battling the beginning signs of food poisoning and I'm sitting there having a goodbye dinner. I can't even barely move. And I got some guy chest bumping me because he thinks I'm a Cincinnati Bengals fan. And if he would have chest bumped me it one percent harder to have fallen on the ground and not been able to get up. I couldn't even walk. Yes. 
And I think I got inspiration from you. And I also, like, I look at Miguel. You know, halftime of the Cowboys game, he gets hurt in that little motorcycle the crotch rocket, and he breaks his arms, and he's been rehabbing. And, like, the inspiration it would get to have him walk out at Sore Losers Convention 3 and be like, I'm back, bitches! I mean, that would be incredible. That would be like a, a, a ESPN 30 for 30 or E60, one of those stories that is inspirational to the nation. People would buy tickets to see if Miguel is going to rise above it and show up at Coach's Convention 3 after his terrible wreck. I've got no update, so I have no idea how he's doing. I'm hoping he's doing well. I'm hoping he's still listening. I hope he's doing well. I hope he's doing well. Uh, good luck on that one. Hi, Coach. Here's Simon Levive. I hope you're doing well. You're lucky. And- but, but yeah, Coach, it's just it's a stretch because we invested so much. We put up a lot of our own money. Yeah. So I And mean, we lost money. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I don't think we've ever said that before, but we straight no. up lost money at the end yeah, of yeah. the day. We lost money. <laughs> and that's not the gambling. That's straight up straight like we had shitloads of listeners i never thought that many people were gonna go but somewhere along the line we did some bookings wrong we did this that it, too much advertising too little advertising too many uh beers at top golf i have no idea but we lost money yes i understand that <laughs> I, I and i remember originally telling my wife we were gonna make money Thank God she believes me, and I'm, I'm, I believe she was able to corroborate with your wife, or she would have thought I was lying to her. I'm like, I'm dead serious. It, it just sucks the way that it went down. We spent a little bit too much money here, there, the, everywhere, Yeah, and we lost money. We did lose money. But like the Charleses said, that in the first year of business, like when you throw an event, you expect to lose money. Who said this? The Charleses. They run uh, ACL. They run Lollapalooza. They own C3 Presents. Who the girl that? Ah, uh, they're a big company, man. Big company. Ray, you're going to lose money the first and 10 years. First year, you lose money. Second year, you hope to break even. The third year's the lucky. <laughs> the third year. The third year is where it's at. And, may, and maybe the coaches' convention has run its course. But I don't think people understand prices. Like, that open bar first night, well, I mean, isn't that like $30,000? It was expensive. <laughs> that could have been where we lost money. <laughs> we rented out a damn room at a resorts world. Uh, it wasn't cheap. Oh, we should have went to Westgate. I, I, I <laughs> yes. Ray, we need a more uh, inexpensive hotel. No. So that's what I, I'm just saying. I don't even know if there's interest out there for people to do Coaches Convention 3. Maybe we wore out the welcome. Maybe it, it, it ran its course. Maybe it was a bad idea. The, the nation needs to rise up, but I do believe it's not going to return to Vegas. We had V1, V2, Season 1, Season 2. Season 3, I feel it's going to be a different city. So now you're changing your tune and you're interested in Season 3. If it's lucrative, and I mean... I'm trying to think Eddie being involved, if that made us lose more money, less money. There's no, I can't do the math right now. I don't know on that one. But it's it does it's a bad taste in my mouth that we lost money. But to be able to pump our chests out January 20th next year and look at Eddie and be like, hey, man. Hey, put it our hey, – t- I just put our nuts on the table. I just bought some cattle, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's our, he's our ranch hand. And, I mean, if it improves the downloads, if I'm seeing it, like I'm seeing it more gi- traction. It, it gives listeners a chance like that haven't come to the first two, and they come, and they're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. 
That's what I'm saying. I don't know. But I don't I, I and I know we're already in June twenty first, so we're already late starting to plan it. Like we we don't get we we're not good at that. We should right when we get back, sit down, have meetings and look at next year, but we don't do that because of course, that's not our style. It should be our style, but it's not our style. We're not good at it. Well, and also, it tells me how talented our country artists and their staff management, their labels, planning stuff ahead of time. Yeah, because the they venues. have a million people. But, dude, there's how, how do they do that shit? Because, honestly, we can't plan one event in one city a year ahead of time. These labels line up 40 different concerts over four months and do it flawlessly. We couldn't do one. No, we did one. But unsuccessfully. I mean, there's not a country artist that does a show that doesn't make money. No, I disagree with that. Really? I bet you there's some. Some of them they cancel because of, oh, something. That just means there's no ticket sales a lot of times. Really? Okay. But, Sore Losers Nation, please let us know. Like, is there any interest in Coaches Convention 3? Yes. Rise is there, up. Is there inter- any interest in it being in Vegas? I don't think so. I don't think we go S3 in Vegas. I The prices that I saw for the open bars, for to have it at a restaurant bar and have food available and have it at a casino and we got the watch parties and closing a bar, that cost. The cost of the hotel rooms, did we really even save people, people that much money? Everything costs so much damn money. You don't understand prices until you actually put on an event. Holy hell, that was expensive. Everything costs money. I never realized that. It costs money to pick up packages from the FedEx. <laughs> they charge you $40 a package to pick it up. So, Oh, and we got name tags that didn't come in. Oh, then we had the name tags <laughs> that FedEx lost. <laughs> we got lost and we more had to, money. And then we had to go. I mean, I literally, when I went to the doctor to get my hangy-bangy looked at, I had to walk across the street to the Office Depot <laughs> and buy freaking uh, uh, lanyards and little things to put the name tags on. It was unbelievable. So my wife and uh, Olivia, they sat there and they were chopping them with a cutter. <laughs> they had to print them because they lost our damn name tags that we paid $1,000 for. Dude, I went to Olivia's room. I was helping her carry some crap back. I believe it was after golf night. She had the Vegas strip view. Everything was gorgeous. Dude, she had so much shit in her room, it looked like ship Shawana. I, dude, I thought it was a flea market. <laughs> I mean, we were conducting the entire convention out of one hotel room, supply-wise. And we bought a step and repeat, which is great because we're going to use it in our other events. You know, it has it, it is, has our logo, everything. And then Eddie quit, so now that's useless. <laughs> So that step and repeat we bought will have to be purchased again because he quit. So there's no need to have three faces on it. We only need two, damn it. And he's given us no uh, uh, heads up, like or not heads up, but like tipped us off. I, I don't know if he's done done. Oh, he's done. I, I, I don't know what he's kind of place done. he's like in his life. I mean, do you see him? He gets to play golf every day. It's awesome. Every day. Oh, I got to go play golf, man. Cool. So yeah, please hit us up. Let us know. We are the sore losers at gmail.com is our email. Sorelosers.com is the website. Let us know if there is any interest in Coaches Convention 3 because we got to start. I mean, it's June 21st. We got to hit the ground running. We got to hit the ground running. We want you guys to let us know if you will be there. And you know where you're going to be? Right here after this break.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeart Podcast update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app. In retrospect, revisit pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s and try to understand what it taught us about the world and a woman's place in it. Crying in public. Two 20-something college women living in NYC dive into growing up at a time when there was no distinction between what's public and what's private. Best of both worlds. A discussion on work-life balance, career development, parenting, time management, productivity, and making time for fun. Here's these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back for me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Ray, we struck out. I uh, I, I had a couple of the Boston Bruins lined up. They're coming to the uh, Nashville for the NHL Awards on Monday and I'd been in contact with their people about getting them on the podcast. We had set it all up. We were going to go down to Broadway and use the studios down there. And they emailed me last night, said, oh, after looking over their schedule, they're only in Nashville one day. We're not going to be able to squeeze you guys in. Sorry about that. Who are they going to? No, Wayne, not, Wayne no, D and Tay? No, they're not going to anybody. I guess they have other stuff with the NHL that they have to do. And so we are... Yeah, no, and my fantasy team is 0 for 8 at the plate today. Great, thank you. You know what other things they're doing? Because I have a friend's kid who came over to our house. We babysat him for a couple days. Guess who came to his school? Uh, Pecorine. Ryan Johansson of the Nashville Predators. These dudes are going to kids' schools, but we can't land them for an interview? Well, I mean, they are flying in from Boston for the NHL award, so I was just trying to boom like they are here. I mean, Jessica from Boston was hooking it, trying to hook us up. Well, wait, it's the Boston players? Yeah. They ain't winning no awards. <laughs> okay. well, that's not going to help our interview, Ray. I don't think they listen, man. It's okay. But then on Twitter, I get on Twitter the other day, last night, and I see uh, Roger Clemens put, is there a podcast or show you think I should join? Send me some recommendations below. If you want to have me on your podcast, then email rogerclemensmedia at gmail.com. And Matt Ellard, 22, replied, you need to join the realest podcast there is, at Sore Losers. And he tagged you and myself. And then I said, sending Roger an email right now. We will make this happen. Matt, let's go, coaches. Let's go, Rocket. And I replied, email sent. Did, did you see what I put? No. From my personal account straight to Roger Clemens, I said, it would be an honor and a privilege to get you on the Sore Losers. You can trust us with your story. Ah! We're Love the it. place that people feel comfortable <laughs> to tell it. I would... <laughs> 
I said, I, and so Roger, I, we can tell your story of steroids and affairs, right? No, no, no. Oh, dude, I'm during the season. There was a huge thing. No, no yes, no, yes, no. I, I just want to talk to Roger about oh. like life, like like what he's doing now. And so I hit up Roger, and I emailed him from you know my uh, work email. I said, "Hey, Roger, we would really love to chat with a legend about baseball and life." Dude, he's one of those dudes that was so into baseball. And, I mean, once that goes away, unless he's coaching, unless he has kids that he's helping. Oh, his the kid ranks. plays for the, who, the Phillies. Okay. Well, then yeah. that makes better sense. He's probably been working with him. It, those guys are lost a lot of the time, and they're drinking. Honestly. Yeah, a lot of them have nothing to do. But I wonder what he does. Like, what what is Roger doing? Does he stay in shape? Does he still throw, grip the ball, go out in the backyard, and whoosh, fire it into the mitt? Like, what's he do? Does he... Does you he can, pitch to the local high school? I, I want to know what Roger does every day. You can have as many as investment endeavors as you want. That ain't going to get your rocks off like playing in a game. Right. Does he go and play beer league softball just so he can kick ass? Those guys typically don't. Like Mariano Rivera, once they're done, they're done. Uh, LeBron. Oh, or, just imagine if you're playing beer league softball and Rivera comes in in the ninth. I was going to say I was going to go Kobe, but oh, God. Coach, that would, I mean, that's literally the first name that came to my head. I mean, but I, I don't believe he played after he was done. Because uh, I, I think he retired, and then like a year later he died. I feel like it was really quick. Of all the people that came to the top of my mind, but Jordan, he doesn't, he played, they, they had that No, he's vid- selling the Hornets, man. I know, but they had that video footage of him in the uh, Bahamas. Remember that? Some kid goes, I was randomly playing with Jordan uh, in the Bahamas. No, I and didn't. He not. just randomly does some pickup games. But for the most part, he's done. Done with, these guys are done with the game. Done. Yeah. And then you got Big Poppy. He's up there dicking around, you know. Everybody's spinning the bottle, grabbing a dick. Yes. So, Roger, I emailed him last night at 9.23 p.m. I had my wife proofread it to make sure there was no mistakes, no grammatical errors, because I don't know grammatical errors, because I'm not a, a writer. I'm not good at email. She approved it. No she, shit. I mean, I know it's shocking. Not an English major. And my wife approved it, and we are waiting. to. Let me check. Let's check the email. No, nothing. Bill, Bill, do you think they're going to find the submariners? Yeah, honestly, I don't really have any opinion on that because it, like, fantasy football doesn't mean anything. Hey, hey, Bill, do you think uh, Roger Clemens is going to come on the podcast? Yeah, honestly, I don't really have any opinion on that. Cool, man. Rocket, uh, quick question. Do you think the Sore Losers convention is going to be in Vegas? Yeah, honestly, I don't really have any opinion on that. <laughs> Okay, good. So, yes, we are trying to land. And my other interview from the softball game, I'm going to reach out today. I'm going to hit. I'm going to hit this person up, uh, and figure out if he can come on the pod. Like, but we if, need him. If we already do year in review, pretty damn good year. I mean, we land in memory, dude. Hell of a year. One interview at a failed convention. <laughs> no, no. The convention is not necessarily oh, over. Did you like, see my post on Facebook? No. I said, guys, guys, we're fully loaded with this show for no with no interviews. Laughy face. Because <laughs> you know most shows, Bobby Bunch, yeah. guys, we're fully big loaded. Show. We got big show. We got old Dominion coming in. We got the lady coming in to appraise some coins. We got a huge show. For this one, I was like, damn it, we don't hey, have any interviews. Dan Patrick's like, we got Steve Smith coming up to join us this time. We got Brian Windhorst to talk about the NBA draft. And at uh, top of the hour, we're going to have Aaron Rodgers. We are loaded with guests today, boys. We'll be right back after this. Us, it's like, 
hey, we're going to sit here and talk about a submarine in the ocean. We're going to talk about a sore losers convention where we lost our ass. And we're going to talk about an interview we did not get. <laughs> and why the hell do people listen to this show? I don't know. But if you do, please go rate us five stars. Tell your friends. Tell your family. Tell the person at the drive-thru today. Say, listen to the sore losers. And I'll tell you, that five-star thing, where are they rating it? Because I tried to do it myself. I couldn't. It wouldn't let me click on it. I, I don't know, Ray. I just know that I hear people say you're supposed to rate it five stars, so please rate it five stars if you can figure it out. I don't know. But, hey, if you want to get on Twitter and hit up Roger Clemens and reply to his tweet and say, sore losers, sore losers, sore losers, they emailed you, that would be awesome because we are waiting on Roger to respond. We have got the oh, clock. Let's see. He uh, Yeah, that was 23 hours ago he posted that. And then 21 hours ago he posted, who are you picking? Pick one in their prime as best pitcher. Greg Maddox, Randy Johnson, Nolan Ryan, Roger Clemens. He posted it himself? Yeah, it's like a picture. Someone um, had posted it, and he just took it and posted it himself. So I should reply and be like, of course, Roger. Do you want to come on the podcast? Ray, now's the time we get on our knees. Here, I, I mean, here are some knee pads. Well, I did reach out to Grady Dick, who is supposed to go top 10 in the NBA draft tomorrow night. Saw that. Uh, because he was taught he was doing some commercial for a car wash. I don't know, one of his NIL deals maybe. And he posted it on Twitter and I was like, yo, come on the podcast. We'll talk car washes and we'll talk NBA draft. Speaking of NBA draft, is that tonight, tomorrow? Oh, that's tomorrow night. Uh did you see Wimbenaya, your boy? So how Oh, for- he's coming. Oh, dude, you have to put down it's so for sure that he's going to the Spurs. You have to put down fifty thousand dollars to make a hundred. He's that much of a favorite to go number one. Okay, so I would put down we we put down fifty thousand dollars to win a hundred bucks. Well, I would put fifty thousand down because that's the easiest hundred dollars you're ever going to make. Oh my god! Just imagine if you have fifty thousand dollars to put down, then it doesn't matter if they they all of a sudden pick Brandon Miller. Some dumbass. Did you see this? Some dumbass. Ah, oh, Darren Rovell tweeted. I wish I could find it really quick, but I probably can't. Uh, let's say Bama. Somebody that plays McNeese State. I believe first game of the year, I'm going to type in McNeese State football. Well, just so you know, an update on Brandon Miller, who we reached out to weeks ago. Still nothing, man. Uh, McNeese State. We reached out to Brandon Miller May 30th at 3.46 p.m. and nothing, man. Gosh. So maybe it is Florida? It's got to be Bama. I could have swore that it was that. Who the hell does Alabama play first? Alabama. Have you started looking at college football schedules? You haven't? No. But Thursday, I mean, June 22nd. Oh, I need to look at that. I believe it's this one. So somebody put down on Caesar Sports, they put down $80,000 on Alabama to beat Middle Tennessee State. 80000 To make? Any guesses? 80000 They're probably 38-point favorites. So to make 5000 No, 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 no. Some dumbass put down $80,000 on Alabama to beat McNeese State, Ten- Middle Tennessee State, to win $300, and it the game doesn't even take place for another two and a half months. But he already made the bet. Like, so you could probably invest I mean, you that $80,000 some other way and make more than $300. You could 100 put that 100% put that $80,000 into like a like what do they call them a CD? Yeah, I don't know what that is, but I think you would get a five percent return 
in six months. Well, I know one thing. I've actually prepped it for the big show. Uh, big show! You can give the government $10,000. It's like called... I have the website saved somewhere. If you filibuster, I can give it to you. Yeah, I would love to know where I can give the government $10,000 because I don't give the government enough of my money. No. So let me go ahead. I mean, now that we had a convention that lost money, now let me just go ahead and hand the government $10,000 that I don't need. Uh, Facebook user privacy settlement. Not that one. I don't uh, think that, that they have Facebook. Uh, <laughs> not that one. <laughs> What in the world? What am I going? What are they going to do with this ten thousand dollars? Gosh dang! So if I give them ten thousand dollars, what happens, Ray? So it's something. You just type in government bond. I believe you can give them ten thousand dollars, and in six months, you make five hundred bucks. But you got to give them ten thousand, and every six months you'll make five hundred. So in a year, you'll make a thousand. So since that dude has to wait three months until that stupid ass Alabama Middle Tennessee State game. He could invest. But I, I think you could do better somewhere else than $500. Right, but I'm just but. giving you an example of how it's more guaranteed in other places than this okay. dumbass's bet at Caesars. He could give the government one-eighth of that 80000 risk and make double the amount in about the same amount of time. That's how stupid that is that that guy's investing that. That is such a dumb bet. <laughs> I mean, what, what and when you have $80,000, then you should... Be smarter than that with your money, right? I don't know. And also, I'm curious. I would assume you're pretty smart if you have $80,000 just laying around. And if he made it at the casino, he wasted gas driving to the casino, then then when he wins the bet, he has to go back to the casino. And I bet it's not immediate that you get your $80,000. I bet they say, can you come back in a couple hours? we got to unlock some safes and shit. Also, Does he have to go to the bank and withdraw $80,000 in cash, bring it in a duffel bag, drive it, like, you know what I mean, like you said, or does he just go up to the window and be like, I'd like to put a bet down for $80,000 and it's on credit? Or some other commenters are making good points. It could be clean of money. Then you got the receipts and stuff that shows you gambled it. It wasn't made some other way. Didn't think about that. So, (laughs) I mean, who, who in the right mind would make that bet? Go through all those loops and hoops. To win, how much did you say? And Vegas traffic with the F1 right now is a nightmare to win $300. Yeah, not me. But actually, that $300 would get us closer to making money on the convention instead of being in the whole few thousand dollars. So maybe I'll do it. But uh, after this, I'm going to tell you all about the NBA draft, and I have a sleeper pick to make you some money. Someone you've never heard of who could get drafted, and you're going to be like, damn. Lunch told me first. We'll be right back. Wimbanaya. Wimbanaya Day is tomorrow. We'll be right back. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. iHeart Podcast Update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app. In retrospect, revisit pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s and try to understand what it taught us about the world and a woman's place in it. Crying in public. Two 20-something college women living in NYC dive into growing up at a time when there was no distinction between what's public and what's private. 
Best of Both Worlds, a discussion on work-life balance, career development, parenting, time management, productivity, and making time for fun. Hear these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back from me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. No, I want to tell you who you need to uh, put some money on if you can find the prop. If you could look up odds that Jordan Haber gets drafted in one of the first two in the two rounds of the NBA draft tomorrow night, you should get pretty good odds. Okay? Because Jordan Haber is 21 year old that has never played basketball in college, high school, or middle school, but he found a loophole in the rules about the NBA draft. And so he filed his paperwork and he is officially. In the NBA draft. Jordan Hawkins? Jordan Haber, 21-year-old lawyer from Florida. He made a bet with his friends, and he made it to the NBA draft. I am now Jordan Haber, member of the 2023 NBA draft class, soon to be undrafted class. He's a he's going to be a lawyer, and he read the whole requirements to be in the NBA. And on page 273, he found the criteria, and he met draft eligibility. It explained that he was eligible because of several reasons. Graduating from school in the United States within the academic year, the draft is scheduled to, while also being over the age of 19. So he entered the NBA draft, and teams can draft this dude now. Uh, let's see if you actually know your NBA draft. Go ahead. Grady Dick, over under 10.5 pick. Under. Dead wrong. Over is minus 300. Okay. Then make some money. Oh. <laughs> Did we just find out a no? What, what I saw is that he may sneak into the top ten because he's he's a good shooter, and there's not a lot of good shooters after the first couple of picks, and so they said someone may reach for him. But hey, he'll be a lottery pick. Okay, go ahead, name me another one. Let's see. Great, good one. I mean, what's great is the NBA draft. Wimbenaya. What number one? Number two to the Charlotte Hornets. Yeah. It's going to be Brandon Miller. Yeah, I mean, he's an overwhelmingly favorite, minus 500. And then number three to the Blazers, Scoot Henderson. Correct. Overwhelming favorite, minus 400. So yeah. you got to put down 400 to win 100. Here we go. We get Number good four, stuff here. Thompson. Stop. Uh, Osser Thompson. Thompson. Over under five and a half. Under. Well, I don't know. He, he has, he, okay, there's two of them. They're twin brothers, so I don't know which one's which, but I'm going to say under. Under would make you money. Overs the fa- minus two thirty. Okay. Uh, Anthony Black, the dude from Arkansas. Over we, under seven. He's at eight and a half. That's what I I would and say. It's over. heavy under eight and a half. But wow. it's two more numbers down up. Um, I'm just excited about the trades. I mean, there's going to be trades galore. They're talking about Zion getting shipped out of New Orleans. Yeah, you think he's too fat on gumbo, man? You guys keep feeding him gumbo to another. He can't get his fat ass on the court. Ray, I'm a big fan of Grady. Dick. I am a big fan of Dick. Grady, that is. He competes on the defensive end. Uh, Final one. Oh, 
Oh, but you got to have Brandon Miller go three. So top three, Victor Wimbanaya, Scoot Henderson, and then Brandon Miller, and they have to go in that exact order. But Brandon Miller's supposed to go two. There, he's the overwhelming favorite to go number two. Okay, so that would have been plus 190. I was like, how is that that great of odds? That's really the only fun ones. Everything else is pretty much all figured out. Yeah, and then but there's going to be trades. Someone's going to get traded here. Someone's going to get traded there. It's exciting. Bradley Beal going to the Suns. Guys, I mean, this might be a disaster. A, this might be the Nets <laughs> 2.0, where they trade away everybody that they had on their bench, any depth they had whatsoever, and just have a couple superstars, and that's it. And Bradley Beal was good with the Wizards. He'd put up a little bit of points, but wasn't that like three years ago? Yeah, and he was like, he's hurt all the time now. He's I mean, maybe he's hurt because he didn't want to play for the Wizards. And he's like, man, why am I going to try to get healthy? Like, this sucks. Dude, and Chris Paul was doing an interview on Good Morning America. I don't know why I was home the other day at 9 watching it. But I was home early, and he was sitting there interviewing, and he goes, yeah, I was on the plane, man, and I found out from my kid that I just got traded to another team. But so he was saying that he was upset with Phoenix and stuff because they didn't really tell him the right way. But what I took from it was, is that dude on like some chill? I mean, Medicaid? Because he just found out he got traded in a very uh, 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 stressful type way. You're on a flight, you, and you just find out, and then you find out from your kid secondhand. And but he goes, yeah, it was crazy how it happened. I mean, is that dude on Xanax in the offseason? How can you be that calm in that type of a moment, especially when you're surprised? And I'll hang up and listen, guys. Ray, if he's on Zanny, that's not going to go well for NBA. And uh, Maybe his game is more Zanny. I'm just saying it's a very interesting – I mean, the draft is fun. Like, I can't wait. The NBA trades people like they don't care. They trade for draft picks. I'm excited for Wimbanaya to come to San Antonio. It is great time to be a San Antonio Spurs fan. Everything else, it's just going to be bananas. I don't know. Who the hell knows? It's awesome. I'll watch it. Yes. But now I want to talk about Neymar. Neymar and his uh, model girlfriend uh, are expecting a child together, and they have three rules that allows Neymar to cheat on her or sleep around. He's not, he doesn't have to be faithful. How did this become public knowledge? Um, I'm reading it in the New York Post. So you tell me. The agreement between the couple is that Neymar could stay with other girls as long as he is discreet about the relationship, he is forbidden to be with call girls, aka hookers, and he is not allowed to make love without a condom, and skin. He is not allowed to kiss them on the mouth. Those are the three rules that Neymar can bang chicks if he wants to. Uh, coach, all the kids call it skins now. Oh, sorry, skins. It used to be jimmies when we were kids, but they always change, you know. Yeah, we got to keep up with the times, but yeah. Uh, and also, I'd like to apologize to Batters Box. He has been calling me. He has been texting me. I have not responded. I've been busy, buried in kids, and I am just sorry. I know that he is mad. He texts me, are you alive? Yes, I'm alive. I'm sorry. Life gets in the way of things, man. I'm a busy dude. I got three kids. I know you have two stepchildren that are older now, and they can you know, fend for themselves, so it's hard when I have three. And also, the Women's World Cup roster is out. The women are going to go for their third straight World Cup starting July 20th. Cannot freaking wait. USA, USA, USA. And, Ray, did you see Ja Morant was suspended for 25 freaking games. Whoa. I thought it should have been 26, but that's just me. I don't get the joke. I can just one arbitrary game oh. added. <laughs> I said on SportsCenter, I said it should have been air, air, A-R-R-15. 
around 15. Not your best work. I know. Not your best work. All right. Anything else you want to talk about? Ray, this ship is headed down to 12,000 feet under, and I'm not talking about the sub. US and that Open. was a poorly timed Hey, joke. And how about the, U- the USA won this week? I mean, whoever planned the U.S. Open to be ending at the same time as the U.S. soccer game playing against Canada, terrible planning on their part because I had to pick which one I was going to watch. Not cool. Not hey, guys, cool. no pun intended, but this sore loser's ship is sinking. <laughs> Uh, let's check Roger Clemens' update. Roger Clemens' update. Mm, no, nothing, nothing. Dang. Uh, and guys, also uh, appreciate the tugboaters, you guys out there. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Truck drivers, see you every morning. Get the hell out of my way! And also the lawyers on Church Street. Thank you guys so much for what you do. And also, it's crop season. I think we got them all covered. All right. Have a great Wednesday. We're out of here. And an update. I uh, oh. just got the text from Justin. He says he's clearing some time in his schedule. End of July, he's coming to Nashville. Whoa. That's a month. And also, uh, yeah, that's it. That was it? Is he quitting his job? No, he's just got time off because he finally got built it up. Oh, we got an email from Coach Jesse. Hey there, coaches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get a sound for all the rig welders in Oklahoma. Longtime listener, and I just heard on the that Sism was a wrestler all his life. Why don't you guys ever talk about wrestling on the um the pod? Fargo is (laughs) Fargo is coming up. Final X come is coming up in Las Vegas Open just happened. NCAA championship was a few months ago, and it was amazing. There's lots to talk about. If you need me to break down the wrestling circuit, let me know. Uh, Jesse, we just lost about every listener we had. Yeah, exactly. And uh, also another countdown, I am heading to the Dominican Republic in about two weeks. Is it hitting you that you're an NBA champion yet, or you still need time? <laughs> you want to know what's hitting me is those modelos. <laughs> <laughs> is that where you're going? Yeah. I love it. Dominican Republic, baby. All right. Uh, have a great Monday, Wednesday, whatever today is. Uh, we out. Oh, Baser's out of town. Oh. Yeah, I'm also home alone. Where's she at? She went to Alabama for work. Uh-oh. I, I Dude, I haven't been home alone in 10 years. How's it feel? It's pretty awesome, actually. What you know about rolling down in the deep when you Actually, I don't think anything will change, but yeah. All right. Have a good Wednesday. We out. Is it ever going to stop raining? God. Ray, I used to be home alone. Yeah, I did. Now, let's did, see. East Nashville? I did. No, I lived with, my friend Amy lived with me. Dude, I drive by that place sometimes. Oh, yeah, we lived there. Oh, I finally got a hit. I'm one for 11. 091 today. Depressing. I picked up Henry Davis, the Pirates catcher, because he was supposed to, he was like the number one draft pick, and he sucks. Um, Just don't be like me, dude. I uh, picked up. McCann to get a hit. I'm talking beat the streak. You're talking fantasy. Yeah. And he didn't even start. So always make sure a guy's starting, dude. Before yeah, you, you always told him. me check the lineup, dude. Yeah, that's like what you happens told me that. when you're working and you're busy at your job. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. iHeart Podcast Update. This week on your free iHeartRadio app. In retrospect, revisit pop culture moments from the 80s and 90s and try to understand what it taught us about the world and a woman's place in it. Crying in public. Two 20-something college women living in NYC dive into growing up at a time when there was no distinction between what's public and what's private. Best of Both Worlds. A discussion on work-life balance, career development, parenting, time management, productivity, and making time for fun. Hear these podcasts and more on your free iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. All that sitting and swiping, our backs hurt, our eyeballs sting. That's our bodies adapting to our technology. But we can do something about it. We saw amazing effects. I really felt like the cloud in my brain kind of dissipated. There's no turning back from me. Make 2024 the year you put your health before your inbox. And take the Body Electric Challenge. Listen to Body Electric from NPR on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.